0: morning, this is Michael Lodge, the business advisor. I'm glad that you're with me. It's 34 degrees at the moment. <laughs> if there's anything that wakes you up more in the morning, it's cold air that hits you right in the face when you take the dogs out. It wakes you up. Plus two cups of coffee. I think I've already had two cups of coffee this morning because I've been going over the numbers and going over the news and everything of what's happening out there. And one of the things that's really Uh, Well, I'm going to use the word. What's really pissing me off is how we are depleting the nation's oil reserves. Now, I want you to go back to when Trump was president. And Trump did a very smart thing. When oil was really low, he bought it at $24 a barrel. That is low. And he filled up the oil reserve. Now, Biden comes along. He depletes it. By the way, some of that oil that uh, reserves he has taken out, he has sold to China, and he sold to um, Ukraine. How stupid are we? I mean, he's using the oil reserves that are set there and put aside in the event that there's a war or there's an emergency of some kind that warrants uh, taking oil out. Now, the reason why we have a situation while he's why he is pulling oil out is because we are not producing enough oil. We're down, well, I think it's like two million dollars, tell me not two million dollars, two million barrels a day of production out of the United States. We're down. And the reason why that's happening is because. His policies on energy have shut down some, some of our refineries, and so thus we are pumping less gas. We are creating less gas, less oil, and in, in other products that come out of oil. So we have a problem here where we have bad policy, energy policies coming out of Washington, D.C. Today, he, uh, Yesterday he announced that he, he let out contracts of several billion dollars to develop electric batteries for cars. Come on. <laughs> We're going in the wrong direction here. So anyway, well, I like a I like a uh, um, comment that was made in Twitter today by Peter Schiff, who I have a lot of respect for when it comes to looking at the economy and the numbers and everything else. He said he said this. Why is POTUS... Blaming high oil prices on Putin invading the Ukraine when the price of a barrel of oil is lower today than it was the day before the invasion? Question mark. The price of oil is up 70% since Biden took office and is down 8% since the day before Putin invaded, the, invaded Ukraine. You have to ask that question. Because oil had already started to go up before Putin, we before we even knew about any kind of a war that was going to happen in Ukraine, and then the president gets involved in Ukraine and a war begins. We are out of control. I tell you, I look at the policies that are coming out of Washington D.C. from the Democratic side. and the presidential White House side, and we are in a a chaotic mess. We truly are in a chaotic mess. And then we have the issue of inflation where the Federal Reserve, whatever they're doing, is not working. And the reason why is because the spending process out of Washington, D.C. is out of control. They keep printing more money and pumping it into the system and that's not healthy for a country. It's not healthy for uh, inflation. We still have not fixed the supply chain situation and uh, Corvette said that they are going to postpone building any more cars for right now because they don't have the parts necessary to build the car. Other car companies have cars sitting over in inventory missing parts because they don't have the parts to fill it. So we have a supply chain issue. Now we have a supply chain issue of food getting into our stores and it's get, beginning to get even worse. If you look at the supply chain issue of oil and natural gas, the the pricing is so far up there that people are having to go out into the woods to get wood to heat their house. So we have governments and we have our government especially is just absolutely knockered with bad thought process because they're trying to push, and i said this so many times, they're trying to push a political agenda over what the needs of the American people are right this very moment. I mean, listen, if we want to get to electrical cars, we can get there, but it's going to take some time. Our electrical grids are not prepared to take on any more electrical cars. And then if you look at the environmental concerns of an electric battery and the mining of trying to get the stuff to make that battery, is going to do more damage to the environment than what they really think is going to happen. And then if you look at the cost to replace a, a, an electrical battery in a car, which is running between fourteen and $20,000. That's not an economic-wise decision to buy an electrical car when the battery goes dead, you're paying almost as much for a used car, for a battery. So our economics is not being thought through. The planning process for electric cars have not been thought through. You know when we do project management, what do we do? We set up the stages of, of what we need to do to get to where we need to be, right? In order to finish the project. But we haven't done that in this case. People have just thrown things at the wall to see if it's going to stick, and it's not sticking, it's sliding off and making a worse problem. We we haven't done any thought process whatsoever on if we want to get to an electrical car Event where everyone's driving electrical cars. We have got to plan it out. You know, just like in our own personal finances, we have to plan it out to make sure we're going to be able to to survive. Well, the same thing has to happen when you plan for an electrical car environment. You have to make sure that the electrical the electrical grid is going to be able to satisfy the needs of the car and to charge up those cars. You saw what happened in California during the summertime when the heat was so high and the uh, air conditionings were running. They asked, please, if you have an electric car, don't, don't charge it at the moment because people need to be cooled down. Well, that's clearly an event where no planning was done. And they're still doing no planning at the moment on their electrical grid situation in California. They're just pushing in an electrical vehicle agenda. And they're not even planning or doing anything remotely close to planning to make sure that there is an el- that there is enough electric electricity. To charge those cars. When you have a whole millions and millions of cars charging all at the same time, you're draining the electrical grid. So the question is, what are they doing? And the answer is absolutely nothing at the moment. So we talk we keep hearing about all this infrastructure that's being done, but what the administration calls infrastructure, I mean, wireless uh, Internet and Internet capabilities, that's not infrastructure. That's not. That's technology. Infrastructure is the roads. Our roads are still not being fixed. Bridges are not being built. Electrical grids are not being enhanced to meet the need of uh, of electricity when electrical vehicles become go online nearly full time. So we have a problem. I want to also talk about one other thing. Last night, um, well, not last night, but over the last few weeks, Biden has been trashing Saudi Arabia for the decision for not producing more oil. And that's not Saudi's concern of what America does. It's what America does to become energy independent. That's... The concern that we have as Americans, and that it should, that it should be our responsibility to be independent. So he called the Saudis some really, really nasty names, very nasty names. I'm going to go. I found a. a I found a um, Saudi prince who's really upset with the name calling of. Of uh Joe Biden on the Saudis. And I'm gonna play it for you and I want you to understand that we're dealing with a country that is jihadist in mind. In fact they even admit it. And they said, You don't threaten us because in we are trained to be jihadist. I'm play that for you right now. If I can find it. I'm not good with technology, okay, so sorry. Here we go. Anybody that challenges the existence of this country and this kingdom, all of us, we are projects of jihad and martyrdom. That's my message to anybody that thinks that he can threaten us. So, that is a prince in Saudi Arabia giving us a warning that if we threaten them, their mental state is that they are jihadists. Now, that's not a a very good word for Americans because we have been attacked by jihadists before on September 11th. So when we go around and we are threatening countries, expect to have a threat come back to us. If you promote hate for a country, that hate is going to come back to us. See, Saudi used to be an ally of of ours in the fight against Iran. Now Iran has jihadist type of mentality too. And they spend a lot of time and money on that. So Saudi Arabia has a lot more money than Iran. And if we're going to make Saudi Arabia an enemy instead of an ally, we have completely demolished our diplomatic mission of creating peace in the Middle East. And that will raise the cost of oil and gas around the world. And whose fault is that going to be? It's going to be Joe Biden's. We have to be very careful about who we set off by our words. And we have a problem at the moment where Joe Biden has created the issue in Ukraine. He's created an issue where now China and Putin and Russia are allies. He has a a bigger concern now with Saudi Arabia and Putin. Because of the words that he has used, he has destroyed our diplomatic mission of peace in the Middle East and to provide an economy that's strong. We have a problem here. And we need to really consider whether or not if this man is up to doing his job as president. We cannot have this type of chaos in our economy and we cannot have this type of chaos in the world with our allies. Listen, if you want to have more contact with me, go to my website at www.lodge-co.com Again, that's www.lodge-co.com Ladies and gentlemen and my friends out there, we really need to do some soul searching on where we stand as a country. I'll talk with you soon. Bye-bye.